In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. We should remember as Sunday school servants that we are the image of God all the time. Whether we are in the church, or in school, or in work, with our families, with our friends, or even if I am alone in my room. This is called integrity. When a person is the same, there is no hypocrisy in his life. But unfortunately, some of us, we live dual life. We have two images. One image in the church and another image outside the church. We want to live to God in the same time we live to the world. And this is a real story during the American Civil War. A man who was living on the border between the North and the South decided to be neutral. So he put on a shirt from the North and pants from the South. He thought that this will be pleasing to both. And what happened actually was both the North and the South shot him and he died. This is exactly how many of us live our life, duality. And this was the case of Lot's wife. When God sent two angels to ask them to leave the city, they start moving toward uh, outside the city, but her heart was inside Sodom. And that's why she turned into a pillar of salt. And one of the commandments that the Lord told us in Luke chapter 17 and verse 23, the Lord told us, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. So what, what message we remember from her? What lesson we can learn from her? If you decided to follow the Lord, don't look back on Sodom. You cannot have divided heart between Sodom and the Promised Land, between world and God, either to worship Baal or to worship the Lord. You cannot have divided heart. During one of the battles, David saw a youth. So he asked him this question, to whom do you belong? Are you with us or with our enemies? And we need to ask ourselves the same question, to whom I belong? Am I belonging truly to God or I'm belonging to the world or I don't know to whom I belong? So what is the definition of dual life? To live two contradicting lives, two contradicting images. And this can be in different things. For example, in opinion, James 1 verse 8. He is a double-minded man, unstable in his ways. So, St. James telling us, don't be a double-minded man. Having two contradicting opinions, a person who has double mind will be unstable in his ways. So, for example, you come to the church and you are very strict very conservative. That's your opinion. With your friends, you are too liberal. That's double-minded. 
this person will be unstable. Or tongue in First Timothy chapter three and verse eight. You likewise deacons must be reverent, not double tongued, not given too much wine, not greedy for money. Double tongued. Double tongued means you have certain language you use in the church, but outside the church, your language is completely different, like the children of the world. One time, there was conflict between some youth on their group chat, and some of them were some school servants and deacons. So they sent me copies of the chat. And to tell you the truth, I was shocked, not from the conflict, but the language they are using with each other. It's a street language. Does not actually, is not suitable for us to be uh, as children of God. And actually, even in the secular world, people who are civilized, they don't use this language. So do we have يعني, a double tongue? Also, double belonging, belong to God and belong to the world, as we read in Luke chapter 16 and verse 13. No servant can serve two masters, for either will hate the one or love the other, or else will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot have يعني, double belonging. Or double mood, Mark 6, 20 and 22. See, Herod had double mood. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just and holy man, and he protected him. And when he heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. That's one mood. Verse 22. And when Herodias daughter herself came in and danced and pleased Herod, and those who sat with him, and the, the king asked the girl, Ask whatever you want, and I will give it to you. And he also swore to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. So she went out and asked her mother, What shall I ask? Head of John the Baptist. So what his reaction? He agreed because of the oath and because of those who sat with him. He did not want to refuse him. That's a double mood. How can you love him and hear him gladly and you fear him, respect him, knowing that he's a man of God and then because of a dancer, you go and kill him? Or double image, as we read in Matthew 7:15. Even so, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. So, therefore, by their fruit you will know them. So, you cannot have image of a good tree, but from within I'm a bad tree. It cannot work this way. And hypocrisy like in Matthew 23, verse 28. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside 
you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. So these are some examples how a person lived through a life. Two opinions, contradicting opinions, two contradicting tongues, two contradicting belongings, two contradicting moods, two contradicting images, or appear outside righteous, but inside he is lowly. Again, the list can go on. Double worship. Like when Elijah said to the people, if Baal is, the, is God, worship him. If the Lord is God, worship him. Double worship. Partiality in Proverbs 24-23. These things also belong to eyes. It is not good to show partiality in judgment. Because partiality means I have double standard. With one person, I deal him in a certain way. The other person, I deal him differently. Or double way. Proverb 28:18. Whoever walks blamelessly will be saved. But who is perverse in his ways will suddenly fall. Perverse, sometimes I walk with God, walk with the world. So I am perverse in in the way. Bal-Arabi wal-Multawi fi tariqayn Two ways. Behave in English, ma biqolsh two ways. But bal-Arabi wal-Multawi fi tariqayn yasqut fi ihdahuma. Wal-Multawi fi tariqayn Yani he who is perverse in two ways he will fall in one of them. Behavior Psalm 50:16. But to the wicked God says What right have you to declare my statutes or take my covenant in your mouth? So God is saying to the wicked person You are a wicked person Who gave you the right to declare my statutes to preach my commandment? Who gave you the right to speak my covenant in your mouth. So, behavior, if he is wicked, walking. Even the Lord Jesus Christ, he told the Pharisees, how can you speak righteously and you are evil? How can? And finally, heart. Psalm 12:2. They speak idly, everyone was his neighbor, with flattering lips. On a double heart, they speak. بالعربي يتكلمون بالكذب كل واحد مع صاحبه بشفاه ملقة بقلب فقلب يتكلمون. يعني I speak like I love you are my friend my dear friend, but from within I, I maybe I don't like you or even I hate you or I make conspiracy against you. In all the above forms and many other forms actually. The person sends two contradicting messages, not only to others but also to himself. Sometimes who is the real person? The real person is the one who in his inner room and nobody sees him uh, watching pornography or the real person is the one who is standing in the church and worshiping God. Who is the real person? So even the person himself will be confused. Who am I? Who the real am? Because he's living dual life. 
What is the reasons بتخلينا ان احنا يعني to live the life Many reasons like imperfect repentance Repentance is total change in the way as if I'm making you turn But imperfect repentance uh, يعني I'm trying to live with God I'm trying to live with the world معلش uh, عايش شوية كده وشوية كده I'm not taking it seriously I did not decide to make you turn and to give my back to the world and my face to God I'm following God or love the sin there is still some sins that I love and dear to me and I don't want to compromise them yes I want to repent but I don't want actually to repent from certain sins in my life these certain sins give me pleasure give me good mood that's how I deceive myself and I'm not willing to give up these sins or postpone the repentance yeah I like to repent you know what with the beginning of the holy fast I will repent and maybe I start the first two or three days but then the work of repentance is hard so I give in you know and my birthday is in April so I will start with my birthday so I push repentance to my birthday and I live two or three days and repentance is uh, heavy so I push it again to another season after I finish with the beginning of the summer vacation I have a lot of time how do I study and do and do and do وعمل plans where I'm sure some of us are pushing their repentance maybe from 10 years ago or 15 years ago who are pushing it it's postponed repentance that's why I'm living the one life or laziness I want, to, I want to, to repent seriously and to live with God but I'm lazy I, I don't want to do yes you need to fight the good fight I don't want to fight the good fight or weak will I don't have the strong will to be determined and take the fasting seriously or negative influence from others يعني, and I want to live with God but they negatively influence me they discourage me either directly or not directly or maybe I'm not living life of repentance so the real me is bad but I want people to praise me so I come to the church to show off so people will praise me but the real me real real me is bad not good or I have a hidden sin like Judas Judas actually if he disclose his sin to one of his friends Peter Peter I decided to betray the Lord Jesus Christ and to deliver him to the Jews you know what they're going to give me money for it maybe if he disclosed his sin he wouldn't do it but he kept his sin hidden that's why sometimes when we go to Abuna and I hide my sins this will make me live 
دول لايف اور فير فروم اذرز يعني سان بيتر ان جاليشن شابتر 2 وين اكشلي ذير ووز نو جيوش بيبل اراوند هيم هي ايت ووز ذا جنتايلز نون جيوش بيبل اي نو بروبلم بس وين كيم بيبل فروم جيروسلم هي ستارت نو واي هي دوز ونت كريتيسيزم فروم ذا جوز تو سي اباوت هيم هي از هاو هي ايت ذا جنتايلز So the fear of the people, they made him have double standard. Or just, then I want to please others. So even if that is my standard, and these are my values, but I will compromise my values just to please others. So pleasing others can make the person have two contradictory values. And also my standard, and then no dancing, no drinking, nothing because that's the Christian standard but then one of my friends I'm a reception and he invited me and I want to please him so I went there and I started to drink and I danced although from within I know it's wrong but just I'm doing this to please my friend or imitating others يعني مثلا أشوف واحد بيعمل حاجة فتعجبني فانا اعمل سواء يعني it's right or wrong different than my values different than my standards يعني in Ruth chapter 3 and verse 3 نعم said to her daughter-in-law therefore wash yourself and anoint yourself put on your best garment and go down to the threshing floor but do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. And she trusted her mother-in-law and she did this. Maybe this was not her standard not to do this. But she followed her mother-in-law and she did it. طبعاً, there are other reasons are not sinful, but they are illness. Like if there is psychological disorder or mental disorder. حنان بيبقى زي الناس اللي هم عندهم Bipolar persons order and don't double mood. Sometimes they are manic, sometimes they are depressed. That's not a sin. It's illness, and they need treatment. But though, when I have a lot of time, like David, and David was very pure, but he had time, and there was a time of war, but he did not go to the war, and he had time, so he started to walk on the roof, and he saw a woman taking. Showers, so he went and committed the doubt with her. So, if I don't fill my time wisely, Satan will fill it to me. So, be careful if you have time and you don't know how to use it for the glory of God. Or hypocrisy. Some people live their life in a hypocritical way. They believe that it's okay to have two images. image in the church and image outside the church. So duality can be in different forms. One form justifying the sin and defending it. And مثلاً, many people who are homosexual and defending homosexuality, they claim they are godly people. So that's duality here. How can I claim I'm godly people, godly man, and walking in the fear of God, and at the same time I live 
Or I defend homosexuality. Sunday school servants who write defending dancing or defending drinking in the same way. Because they don't want to get rid of a loved sin, so they turn to defend it. That is the mentality behind it. And I love dancing, I love drinking. So instead of try to discipline my body, and discipline my flesh and bring it in subjection to the Lord Jesus Christ, the easier way to say nothing wrong with it. So I defend it. Or another form, a strong conscience versus weak conscience. It can be applied on drinking, but uh, يعني, the, the Bible spoke about eating what's offered to the idols. Some people who had strong conscience said nothing wrong to eat what's offered to the idols because there is no idol, only there is God. So if I say this is offered to the idol, in reality it's offered to nothing because there is no idol, there is no God except the true God. So I can eat it, you know. So a person has weak conscience who believes there is idol, so this person who has a weak conscience, he starts eating what's offered because he's imitating another one who is strong. But at the same time, he feels guilty. So here he will have a dual life. And sometimes we approve things for ourselves, but we prohibit it for others. Like a father, Muslim, smoke cigarette, but he doesn't, he doesn't allow his children to smoke. And he becomes very angry with them. Okay, you don't want your children to, to start smoking. But what about you? You need to be an example. So you cannot say it's wrong. And you are not fighting the good fight to get rid of this bad habit. Also, Another form is a lifestyle like liberalism and feminism. These people, again, duality, they claim they are the children of God and devout Christian and walking in the fear of God, although they defend non-biblical principles. That's the duality. They claim they are walking in the law of God, but they defend non-biblical principles. What are the symptoms of duality? Number one, because I want to cover the bad side in me, so I'll be very, very strict and harsh in my criticism with others. Like Judas, he criticized Mary, Lazarus' sister, harshly because she poured the ointment on the Lord Jesus Christ. And how, how you criticize her and say, this waste and you are betraying the Lord Jesus Christ? Look at yourself before harshly criticize others. Also, another symptom of duality, when my worship, it will be like routine and monotonous worship. Lip service. The words come from my lips only, not from my heart. And I make a kinesa, I spend two hours in prayer in the church or three hours, but during three hours, I am reciting words with my mouth, my lips, but my heart is completely distracted. Or 
unrealistic form of godliness. Again, sometimes when I want to hide the bad side in me, so I try to take a very, very exceptional and high form of righteousness or of godliness. St. Paul called it self-imposed uh, worship. So I impose on myself things that God is not asking me to do. Like, for example, a person who fasts, for uh, two days without eating or drinking. So he imposed on himself, without guidance of spiritual father or anything, he imposed on himself some practices, is a godly person and to hide the second image in me. Or sometimes another symptom when I think about myself more highly than I should think. As I told you about the people who don't follow biblical standards, but at the same time they think about themselves, they are devout Christian and they are committed. How? How come? So they are thinking of themselves higher than what they should say. Another symptom when I preach different than my behaving. In, in Sunday school, I preach and my children the importance of praying, importance of fasting, importance of not saying bad words. But at the same time, Anna, I don't pray, I don't fast, I say bad words, and I'm not fighting the good fight. And there is difference between I'm not praying out of weakness, but I'm struggling, I'm trying to fight the good fight. Between person he is not trying at all. Bardo, another form of duality, gossip, judging, and backbiting. Like Aaron and Miriam, they couldn't confront Moses about marrying a Kushite woman, not from Israel. So in front of Moses, they showed him love, but behind his back, they gossiped about him. And God was actually disappointed with both of them, with Aaron and Miriam. And again, within the person himself, he's confused, as I said in the beginning of the lecture. Sometimes I don't know. I want to know who the real person I am. Is it the one who's watching pornography? Or is the one who is worshiping in the church? I'm confused. And this confusion can cause anxiety, fear, lest the other side will be exposed, obsession, imagination, depression. Another symptom, I want to conform to the standard of society, and I want to conform to the standard of the church. So. I am trying to, like this man who put the shirt of the north and the pants of the south. So I, I try to be neutral. So I try to use my intelligence, how to justify conforming to the society in the same way without violating the law of God. Definitely, it's not possible. Also, sometimes we become overly meticulous and circumspection. What do I mean by this? لما ربنا قال لهم تصفون عن البعوضة وتبلعون الجمل. So, يعني I'll become very very critical over very very small and little things, and I let go 
of major things. The Lord said in Matthew 23, for example, you pay the tithe of anise and mint and camel. So if they have some camel or mint, they take the tithe 10% and send it to the temple. But at the same time, there is no mercy. You forgot the mercy and justice and righteousness. What is the danger of living dual life? Number one, God rejects and resists duality. God doesn't like us to have double standard. As Elijah said to the people, if Baal is God, worship him. If the Lord is God, worship him. You cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve God and the world. The love of the world is enmity to God. And the grace of God will be taken away from the person. And the Holy Spirit will be quenched inside the person. So he will not bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And the person gradually will lose his sensitivity to sin. And that's what our society is trying to do right now. Try to what we call it desensitization. They want to desensitize us to homosexuality, to transgenderism, to abortion, to divorce, to all these things. So the person will lose his sensitivity to sin. And as we read in Job 15, 16, they will drink iniquity like water. Drink iniquity like water. Not only will lose his sensitivity to sin, but lose his sensitivity to spiritual words. In the past, when I heard the sermon, you know, break my conscience. But now I hear sermons, I read in the Bible, I read spiritual words. Nothing actually touches my heart because I became lukewarm. And also, this person can be a bad example to others. I will tell you a real story. Youth, maybe 14, 15 years old, he declared that he is an atheist. So they asked me to meet with him. So I met with him. And I tried actually to figure out what does he read or whatever, and what changed his mind. And I found he knew nothing about atheism, nothing. He didn't read anything, nothing of these philosophies. So I tried to see why he became an atheist. And finally, after a long conversation, his father, biological father, comes to the church every week and attend the churches and take communion. And in-house, he prays from the Agbeya three, four times a day. And he prays out loud. And he reads the Bible. So he's doing everything right. But at the same time, he curses his son and hates him and treats him very, very badly. There is no love. There is actually emotional and spiritual abuse. So he hated God because of the example of his father. Because his father had two images, a righteous image and ungodly image. And this was the reason why he became an atheist. Not because he adopted any philosophy or ideology, but because if my father goes to the church and at the end, that's how he behaves, no, I don't do anything with the church 
or with God. So it became a bad example. And the more the person lives a dual life, the more difficult will repent. I'm not saying he will it's impossible, but it will be difficult. You know why? Because he lost his sensitivity to both sin and to spiritual words. He became numb to both. So how this person can come out of yani, this dual life? And gradually he starts believing the lies of duality. As I told you, many people, in order to try to yani, keep the balance between the standards of the world and the standards of, of God, so they want to justify the standards of the world yani, in a way or another. And at the end, they try to be, they be, they believe this, these lies. And let me give an example. Yani, you're like, it's okay to be homosexual. Nothing wrong to say I'm homosexual. As long as you don't act on it. And, and many people actually believe this. And many churches believe this. But if you think about it, why God creates me as homosexual and then he tells me don't act on it. But if, if I know the truth about it, it is wrong. Even if I have this feeling inside me, but I know it's wrong and need to be treated, it's a different story. But to say, no, I was created this way, nothing wrong to be homosexual, but not act on it, and I believe this lie, it's a lie. I'm trying to be politically correct, to give the balance. It doesn't work this way. And eventually the people will discover the duality of this person. And people don't like hypocrites. People in general don't like dual people. So gradually he will be rejected and criticized by others. And the dual person usually resists any advice and welcomes the praise. He is blind. And if I resist any advice, then how can I change? How can I be transformed? And I'll find some people to praise me then actually this will make my repentance difficult and he will turn to be men pleasing I want to please others in society please just so they will say about me I am enlightened I have open mind I'm enlightened but at the end he may feel actually hopeless and helpless because he will discover and he is not actually living this life or living that life. As the Lord said, it was better for you to be cold or hot. But because you are neither cold or hot, but you are lukewarm, I will vomit you from my mouth. Is there any treatment? And after he said it's difficult, but is it? yes, definitely there is treatment. Number one, examine yourself in the light of the Word of God. The Word of God is like mirror. It will tell you what's right and what's wrong. So examine yourself in the light of the Word of God. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And this is one of the benefits of having retreat or going for two or three days 
like in a monastery to or quiet place to have a retreat. In this quietness, can listen clearly to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Also, be a disciple to a spiritual father. He will guide you. And when you go to your spiritual fathers, don't turn it into convincing him with your opinions. It will not work with this way. But you need actually to learn and to submit and to accept his advice in your life. Also, take the feedback and the criticism of others in a positive way. Maybe God will be sending you a message. I like about Jonah when the sailors talk to him. Jonah was a prophet. Sailors was just pagan people. They don't know even God. But they give him advice. Why are you sleeping? Rise up and pray. And he took this advice seriously. A person high rank in the church, bishop or whatever, and then somebody comes and gives me advice. Maybe the first thought comes to, to, to the mind of this person, who are you to give me advice? Even you are a pagan, if you don't know God, I'm a prophet, I'm John the prophet, don't you know whom you are speaking? But Jonah did not do this. Jonah was a humble man. He, he took the advice and listen to their recommendation. So when people give you advice, don't be defensive, listen to it. Then, after you examine yourself, second step, take responsibility. Admit it, that I am living a dual life. Don't try to justify it. Without taking responsibility, you cannot get cured from the duality. But examine yourself and admit it. Don't find excuses. Don't try to justify yourself. And make a decision before God to deal with it immediately. If we have anyone among us living in the world, and let me tell you, all of us have dual life. All of us, without exception. Maybe some people 90% and some people 5%. But all of us more or less we have to one life. Well, I'm the first among you. So let's take this breakfast as an opportunity to have integrity and to work on this duality in us, whether it is 90% of our life or whether it is 1% or 2% in our life. So make a decision to deal with it and ask the grace of God to help you and prepare yourself to cope with consequences. Yes. Maybe when you start making a decision to stay away from certain friends or to take clear stand against some ideology in the society, yes, there will be some consequences. You need to be ready to cope with these consequences. I give you a long list. Think about what is the reason in your life is it love to sin? Is it laziness? Is it you are trying to fit in the society? Is it a weak will? If it is a weak will, fasting is a good opportunity to exercise how to have strong will. Is it negative influence from others? Is it false beliefs you have? Is it fear like Peter when he feared the Jews?
is it deviated goals? The goals are not clear or I'm deviated from my goal to be perfect in the Lord Jesus Christ. Is it hidden sin? I did not expose it. Then you need to expose this sin in confession. Because any sin will lose its power once it's exposed. Go and confess it. Abuna, I'm living a double life. I have double standards in many things in my life. So whatever you bring to the light will be exposed. Bring it to the light of Christ, the light of the Holy Spirit in confession, and it will lose its power over you. Also, you need support. Support comes from the Holy Spirit and from the clouds of saints. You need to be committed to a strong spiritual canon and focus on the consistency and the quality of time with God and the quality of your prayers, quality of your worship. That is the invisible support. And the visible support through your spiritual father and through godly friends. I'm not saying go and say to your godly friends, I struggle with duality. No, but at least ask a prayer. Ask prayers from them so they can support you with prayer. And then we need to live with integrity. And having one's action directly reflect one's professed values and integrating that way of living in all of one's world. So you need to conduct yourself according to your values. And our values as servants and as Christians should be the value of God. So your action should directly reflect your values. And you need to integrate this in all aspects of your life, in work, school, family, friend, public, even alone in your own room. Living with integrity is another long topic, actually, we don't have time for it, but we can speak about it another time. I hope we realize that living dual life, double standard life, this actually has a lot of danger and can put our salvation at high risk. So let us be focused, we be committed to live one life, to be reflecting only the image of God and the image of Christ in our life. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.